The content of the Tandem Radio program and website is intended for general information purposes only. It's not designed to provide listeners with specific and personal financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or other advice. The views expressed by show hosts, their guests, and should not be construed in any way we as opinions of Tandem Radio or the Bridge FM can do To reduce unemployment, to put unused capacity to work, to spur new productivity. So when people want to succeed, I say to them, Find out the dream that God has for you, and then give it your best shot. And with that, you'll be successful. We can restore our economic strength and build opportunities like none we've ever had before. All we need to begin with is faith, and that dream will come true. All we need to do is act, and the time for action is now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tandem Radio on Business, where each week we seek God's guidance in our business relationships and answer your questions as we walk in integrity together. We want to welcome all of our radio and global internet listeners to the program. And now, here's our host, Glenn DeLakian. Good morning and welcome to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakian, and uh, we're here each week bringing you the good news on business. And we're just excited to be here with uh, our guest today, Eric Lures, who's going to talk about his business. And uh, uh, But the key focus of our show today is key to every business. What is key to every business? If you're a business owner out there and you're listening, I'm sure you're going to want to find out and learn all about what we have to talk today. But our goal for the show is the good news on business, and the pretense for that is to point you to the Bible for wisdom and for guidance from God on a weekly basis. The old adage, all is fair in love and war, I don't think that's what Jesus Christ had in mind when he uh, uh, gave us his instructions. And uh, I know many of us, at least I've fallen into the trap where Monday morning comes, we switch hats and right, we're right in the trenches and uh, we seem to uh, forget about the things we've learned, especially on a Sunday or over the weekend. And we need to refocus on God's Word and His direction. And the Bible is filled with wisdom uh, about how to build a business, how to keep a business growing, relationships, of course. And it's not only instrumental to your life, but we also feel it's instrumental to your business as well. So we guide you each week with scriptures that pertain to uh, the show. And uh, sometimes these scriptures jump right out of you and you know exactly what we're talking about. And sometimes uh, it takes a little time into the show for you to realize how it intertwines in our life, but isn't that the way God is? And again, our goal is to help business owners and and people who would like to be business owners, or or maybe you're involved in ministry and and you're interested in the business aspect of that. We try to help you walk in God's light every day and uh, to walk in integrity to improve yourself and improve your business. Today's scriptures, uh, Proverbs 11.26 is the first one. People curse the man who hoards grain, but blessings crowns him who is willing to sell. Blessing crowns him who is willing to sell. I love reading that verse because so many people take a uh, sometimes a negative aspect of uh, salespeople. And I know the old adage is true. People hate to be sold, but they love to buy. So that's another topic we'll talk about. But but the point is that even God blesses in this case, but blessings crowns him who is willing to sell. So selling is a good thing. And we're going to talk about sales today, what I think is uh, the lifeblood of your business and key to every business. The second scripture for today is a parable. And the parable is Matthew 13, 3 to 
8, and it is, Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It, it sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, or even thirty times what was sown. And uh, we're going we're gonna to read a lot into that uh, parable today when it comes to sales. And uh, again, we're here with Eric Lurs today, uh, talking about uh, his company. He's an author. Uh, he has a new book coming out. He's a business consultant, uh, and uh, some might call him a sales guru. And uh, Eric actually has a, um, a concept called the Guru Selling System, and uh, he's going to tell you what Guru stands for and a bunch of other stuff, but we're going to talk about uh, all types of things relative to the business world and to his business and to your business and to help guide you in the right direction today uh, to give you strength and hope and excitement about uh, your future and about uh, what's going on out there in the world of business. So, Eric, I want to uh, say welcome to the show and thanks for coming out on this uh, icy day today. Well, thanks for having me. I enjoy being here. No, no problem. Eric, let's start off a little bit about uh, obviously, your concept is you know called um, the Guru Selling System. Let's start first, though, by telling uh, our folks a little bit about you. How, tell us a little bit about Eric. Well, uh, I mean, I can start all the way from from the uh, cradle, but uh, I think the important thing, or the thing that would be most pertinent here, is that I've been in the business world for about twenty years now, and uh, for the first ten of those years, I went by following what everybody else told me. And then for the past 10 years, when, I, when I've gone out on my own, mm-hmm. I stopped being an employee uh, 10, actually 11 years ago now, um, I was listening, I started listening to the voice inside me instead of all the voices outside of me. Mm-hmm. And that's made all the difference. That's when I have achieved the life that I've, been de- that I've always desired uh, by trusting, uh, trusting in the wisdom inside of me as opposed to what other people were telling me. And in, in doing that, um, I, have, I have followed, uh, I have found other people who had that kind of wisdom, and those were the people that I've studied uh, to ultimately become, you know, who I am and what I do now. Right. So you went from uh, corporate America, where you uh, worked for a large company, and I read your bio, and mm-hmm. and uh, obviously you um, uh, were involved in corporate America for a number of years, and then one day you got escorted out of the building. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that's a hard way to put it, but uh, I'm yeah, sure, uh, they were I, big and they had guns. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, corporate America can do that, right? People show up sometimes. I, I had a friend uh, a couple weeks ago. He worked for a company for eight years mm-hmm. and uh, worked very hard for them, did very well. It's a very big company, Fortune 500. I won't mention the name. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came to work on a Thursday, and um, uh, he they told him this is your last day. And uh, believe it or not, they said, you know, you can pack up your stuff today. And by the way, your health benefits stop tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I was like, great. You know, and it was so funny because God just put this guy on my heart. And I, I called him, and... Uh, uh, he, I, I, I spoke to him and he, I said, what's going on? He goes, you're not going to believe this. It's five minutes ago. They came in my office and they told me I don't have, they, they discontinued my position chain wide. Mm-hmm. And so everybody in my position today across the country just got laid off. Wow. And I was like, wow. So yeah, we got to pray together and talk together for a while and help them through that. But it was amazing. And I was even more amazed. I don't know how they could do it, but they said his health benefits ended the next day, which of course was his scare. But uh, there you go. I mean, we're talking to business owners today. That's our mm-hmm. goal to help business owners succeed. And, and uh, many people, People are motivated for those reasons. I know that's one of the reasons that you went and started your own business. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that business. And um, what is the Guru Selling System? G- give us some detail. 
Well, the Guru Selling System is the culmination of, I, I spent about two and a half years studying with all of the, the marketing and salespeople that I could that were really good. And you study with, uh, now there's people who produce their own books and, and everything like that and their own lectures. And, mm -hmm. and I studied that stuff. But yet I said, you know, there's got to be something more uh, because um, uh, there's uh, thousands of people who buy their books or see their, their, their seminars, et cetera. And yet they don't produce those kind of results that, mm -hmm. you know, that they talk about or that they, them, that they themselves are producing. And what I did was I started to watch what they were doing that they didn't teach. Not mm -hmm. that they weren't teaching it openly or that they were trying to hide it. Right. It's just that so many people, it's the brilliance of people is hidden in the things they don't even think about. Mm. And that's what I really wanted to see. I said, well, what's the genius that they're doing uh, unconsciously? You know that that's just natural for them that they don't even think you don't even think to tell people to tie your shoelaces because right. you just take it as a given. Right. And yet, there's so many things that that these that the best salespeople and marketers in the world do without telling without consciously telling other people. And I wanted to model that, so I modeled that. And as I modeled that, uh, that's what it broke down into the Guru system, which was G U R U S, uh, which G stands for genuine, being a, your genuine self. Uh, U stands for what I call the new USP, which is the unique sales persona, as opposed to the unique selling proposition, which is the USP everybody knows. Okay. Um, R stands for rapport building. The second U stands for the unique buying position. And there's a whole science and psychology that goes behind that, uh, which is the best way to make a decision for, for buying. And then S stands for sales ally, uh, as opposed to trusted advisor, which everybody else wants. Uh, after. Mm, excellent, excellent. So, the, so guru actually stands for something besides the fact that everybody feels guru is uh, is uh, someone who really knows their stuff. And mm -hmm. when it comes to sales, and again, looking at uh, what you've been doing, mm -hmm. uh, it appears that that you really know your stuff. Let, let's talk about some of those points individually. Um, uh, you know, I'm glad you talked about that. The, you know, I've always there was an old adage that I learned a long time ago about competency and incompetency. There's mm -hmm. a, there's a um, uh, what they call consciously incompetent, unconsciously incompetent. Mm -hmm. and then consciously competent, you know? Mm -hmm. And so many times, like you said, I think you touched on something there that's so important. There's so many people out there that are successful that do things, and many of those things they do unconsciously. They don't even realize that they're doing them. And I think you're right. I think when people write books, or especially people who are new at writing books or, or writing, some of them can miss those key factors that they do unconsciously because they take it for granted. Mm -hmm. I know I do that often. My wife says I expect too much from people, you know, things, things that uh, I would normally do with people or for people, uh, helping them as a business consultant, as I may be at times or whatever I may mm -hmm. be doing, I take for granted that there's things that I do every day mm -hmm. that um, that people would normally do, but they don't. I mean, I guess it goes to the old adage, common sense is not that common, right? Right. <laughs> so, so you've actually identified a lot of those things. Right. By, by studying people, um, I've studied uh, multiple um, cognitive behavioral systems, NLP mm -hmm. being one of the major ones, so that you can learn how to model people. And, and you ask them certain questions, um, and you get into not their, you get into their psychology, you get into their physicality, their physiology, all, all of this combined. You can model them at, at, a, at a pretty deep level. Mm. But I went one step further, which was I literally watched them, and then I, I at times I actually pretended to be them, not not going out and pretending I was right. them, but but it, by you know by myself I would I would reenact things that they were doing until I literally felt what they were feeling when they were doing these things. And I said, okay, now I see 
you know, when they move across the stage a certain way, this is why they do it. When they shake a hand at this point in time, this is why they, it, and these are things they just didn't talk to you about. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't believe any of my, of my mentors was trying to withhold anything. Right. It's just, they were so natural in engaging human beings in these various little communication uh, techniques that they use without knowing that. Uh, and uh, I wanted to make sure that a, for myself and for my business, I got it. But but B, uh, since I work with clients, I wanted to make sure that I could really teach this to them because I didn't want to just teach them the same thing. They could have just bought a book that would have told them that. Right, yeah. right, right. That's so important. And I'm glad you mentioned mentors because so many people uh, don't reach out for mentors. Mm-hmm. I know you even mentioned in uh, your bio that you studied uh, people in the, from the past, like Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. Martin Luther, Thomas Jefferson, uh, all for their own aspects of how they changed the world and had mm-hmm. an impact on people. And of course, we know here, uh, we, we feel strongly about the impact that Jesus Christ has had on the world and continues to have. And um, we, we uh, again, Again, our goal for the show is to point people back to the scriptures. Again, you're listening to Tandem Radio Live. we got a break coming up, and we'll be back with Eric Lurz talking about uh, his guru selling system and some of the other specific points that I know will be key to your business, uh, which is the theme today, key to your business, to help your business with its life's blood, and that is sales. So many people, uh, I often uh, talk to people about uh, business uh, consulting, and they talk about uh, you know making sure they have all the nuts, uh, the T's crossed and I's dotted, and they have all the nuts and bolts in the right place. The warehousing is straight and this straight and that. And all those things, yes, are important. Mm-hmm. But let's face it, if you have no sales, you have no business. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk more about that after the break. And uh, again, I'm your host, Glenn Delakian, here every Saturday from 11 a.m. till noon here on Tandem Radio. You can check out uh, a lot of resources at tandemradio.com. Matter of fact, there'll be a link to Eric's website and there'll be some great information there uh, on uh, tandemradio.com. You can also listen to the, uh, to the radio show there as well as on the Bridge FM network and on the Bridge website as well. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, We're going to be back after the break, and uh, we have a lot of great information, so get your pens and pads out. And if you're a business owner or you know someone who's a business owner, uh, they need to be listening because they're going to find out some great information about what we're doing here and how the Bible and Scripture can help your business on a day-to-day basis. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. Are you cutting back at the office? Find yourself wearing more hats than ever? Need to do marketing to generate business but just don't have the time? Right Impressions is here to help. Our professional staff has been trained by the best, and now we can pass our experience on to you to support your business. We serve companies of every shape and size. Right Impressions can ensure every impression is the right impression. For more information, the number is 732-614-5099 or online at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakian, and we're here with Eric Lurz from uh, uh, the Guru Selling System. And Eric has some unique insights into sales and marketing and uh, how to bring uh, dollars and cents to your business, which, of course, is the key uh, to business. And again, our scriptures today are Proverbs 11.26, people curse the man who hoards grain, but blessing crowns him who is willing to sell. So selling, uh, let's talk about that a little bit, Eric. Um, You know, it's funny because so many people 
you know, they a lot of times, uh, as in the book E Myth, I don't know if you're familiar with that Gerber's mm-hmm. book, he talks about the mechanic and how people are mechanics or sometimes engineers and they start a business. So they know how things work and how to make things work and so forth, but they don't know the selling aspect of it. So let's talk about selling. Um, you know, by presumption, you're a guru in selling, obviously. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the selling process a little bit. Uh, you said you talked about sales ally and so forth. So let's talk about selling. Mm-hmm. I mentioned before that everybody, nobody likes to be sold, but everybody likes to buy. And I know you recognize that. So let, let's talk about selling for a minute. Okay. Uh, yeah, I recognize that. That's a fellow Jersey and Jeffrey Gittimer said that. Uh, <laughs> everybody, every, if you know sales, you know Jeffrey. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, in terms of selling, yeah, it's, it's highly important. Uh, again, the key to business, um, if, you, if you're not bringing in new clients, if you're not converting sales mm-hmm. and, and you're not uh, and then and maintaining clients, you really don't have any sort of business. So, uh, you know, I, I was speaking with somebody yesterday. It was, it was interesting. And they were saying, well, the most important thing in, in business is leadership. You know, without, without leadership, you don't have a business. And I said, really? Because, you know, I know a lot of people who make a lot of money and they don't have any leaders, <laughs> you know? So business is really, I mean, without sales, without generating sales, uh Whatever, whatever else you have is, um, is really a hobby or it's mm. a plan. It's an idea. So sales is truly the heart of business. And uh, like you said, you know, they, uh, that blessed, is, blessed should be the man who sells. Um, and yet so many people who, who are brilliant, like you said, the engineers out there, mm. are terrified of, of selling right. or, or s- trying to, to, to sell their wares because they have this – Misconception that like salespeople is bad or bad or bad people mm-hmm. because because growing up it was always like oh I just got a sales guy on that called me on the phone <laughs> or I walked into the store and this slick sales guy tried da 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 and I don't believe that I, I think any salesperson who has ever lived uh, any business person who's ever tried to sell their wares I believe that everybody is always doing what the best that they can with the resources available to them I think that there are people who are trained poorly in sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that's, the, that's most of the bad salespeople that you encounter. But if we didn't have sales, the world, I mean, you wouldn't, you and I wouldn't be sitting at a table right now. Right. Because somebody right. bought this table from somebody who right. sold it. We, you know, the microphones and, and, and everything you eat, the clothes that you wear, your world would not exist unless somebody was selling something somewhere to somebody. Mm. Well, it's funny because a lot of times, and I'm a big movie buff, and a lot of times people get their impressions of sales from some of these movies like uh, Tin Men, you know, uh, where, where they come up and they're, uh, you know, shortening the, uh, the, the three-foot uh, yardstick uh, mm-hmm. so that way they can sell more uh, of the uh, vinyl siding or mm-hmm. aluminum siding at the time and all that. And, of course, there were actually, you know, teams that were persecuted by the – actually, I shouldn't say persecuted, but they were actually uh, – uh, in trouble with the law because they're out there misrepresenting and doing things. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, back in those fifties and sixties, when uh, people had some door-to-door salesman experiences yeah. that weren't good, and they were getting conned by insurance guys or this guy. I mean, you got to watch out. Let's face it. You know, right. we all have to. Um, you know, we, we have to be. Wi- we have to have wisdom, and that's mm-hmm. where we seek the Lord's guidance and and, and whoever we're going to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the point is, many people when they think of sales right away, they think of that old adage of that door-to-door salesman or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you take a different perspective on that, and and that's so important to uh, enlighten people on that because there's many business owners out there that are struggling today. And like I had a meeting yesterday morning with another business owner and and um, uh, we were talking about the economy and I said, hey, I refuse to participate. You know, I'm going to just get out there and do what I know how to do best mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know, with God's help, uh, succeed in whatever I'm doing. You know, in a down economy, an up economy, no matter what happens, somebody's always making money. So right. uh, it's so important to encourage people and that's why we call this the good news on business. So let's talk uh, a little 
little bit more about your um, guru selling system. Um, the unique sales persona. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that a minute. You, you know, you had USP as something different, but mm-hmm. uh, as as in the industry, it's something different. But you're talking about unique sales persona. Tell us about that. Well, yeah, the standard USP is, of course, the unique selling proposition, mm-hmm. which uh, you know is is how do you differentiate yourself. And up until now, uh, everybody's been using the unique selling proposition, and they've been saying things like, uh, we're the biggest, the smallest, the fastest, the, you know, the EST words. That, that was the, the trick for years was, you know, if you could say you're the something est, right. you know, that's your unique selling <laughs> right, proposition. Right. The, the problem is that in today's marketplace, um, you have so many competitors that, you know, nobody's the fastest, the biggest, the sm- and, and things like biggest, smallest, fastest, they don't mean anything anymore or, or best and stuff like that. So if you can say, even now people say, well, if you could say I'm the only or I'm the first, that that's good to a certain extent. But again, you have so many competitors trying to, to nip at your heels mm. uh, that as soon as you have some sort of technology that somebody can copy and I can reproduce it in a, in a workshop in China, you know, that's, right, <laughs> you know, right, it's, right. It's, it's not, it doesn't matter anymore. So... What I discovered training with, with with my mentors was that they made themselves into it, 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 such an interesting persona. They mm. used techniques, various techniques uh, that made them compelling to other human beings. Um, things like uh, one of the things I talk about is um, a unique sales title, which is changing what you call yourself because everybody else says I'm I'm a you know uh, I'm a doctor, a lawyer, I'm a, a sales representative for et cetera, et cetera. And as soon as you say this, as soon as you say what your title is, people already think they know it. Because mm. if I came up to you and I said, I'm an accountant, your brain would go, yep, I know what an accountant is. I don't need one. Right. You know? And so many people cut themselves off from being able to sell uh, or, or get people interested simply because of what they call themselves. And so the people that I trained with, they use different titles and they and they all the various ways that they could differentiate themselves. And it wasn't a fake thing. It was really reaching into themselves and saying, you know, what What various ways can I, you know, what aspects of myself, of my persona, can I pull out that will make me as a human being stand apart? And then I can worry about, you know, trying to differentiate my product and my service. Mm. That's so important. You know, I, I'll take that one step further. Sure. How many times do you see people who don't even really know how to express what they do? Exactly. You know, you, you come up to someone, you say, what do I do? And they start fumbling, you know, or, or uh, vice president of a company. Uh, that doesn't tell me what you do, mm-hmm. you know, and one of the things I always try to encourage people is to have that 30 second commercial in your mind down pat. Mm-hmm. You know, when someone asks you, what do you do? Are you ready? You know, are you ready to really tell them what you do and, and how you do it? And is it something that's simple, concise, understandable, and that even a third grader can get it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but so many times people uh, are, are questioned or put on the spot. So what do you do, Eric? You know, and they sit there going, uh, I, uh, I, I own a company, you mm-hmm. know, that doesn't really tell them what they do. So that that's so important. I like that concept of the unique sales title. That's excellent. Thank you. Sure. What about, let's talk about the R, all right, rapport building. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you mentioned mentors, and I, and I want to touch on that for a second because mm-hmm. it's so important, and I encourage people. The Bible clearly teaches us to have mentors. You know, um, Paul had the mentor or mentorship <clears throat> of Barnabas. A lot of people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barnabas, uh, Paul eventually mentored people. You know, at first he was mentored, then eventually in the Bible it turned around and Barnabas actually became under Paul. But, uh, uh, Paul then mentored Timothy and so many others uh, in the Bible. It's crystal clear to mentors and so forth. Mm-hmm. Mentors are so important, um, and and I encourage people to find them in every aspect of their life. 
You mm-hmm. can you can have a, a spiritual mentor. You can have a business mentor. You can have a personal mentor. Whatever. Um, you know, sometimes there were there were people when I was raising as I've been raising my children as a father. I've looked at other people who were fathers, and I said, you know, who's a good father? Where well, I want my kids to end up like that, and I would mm-hmm. uh, ask that person to mentor me and help me in that area. And I can't express enough for business owners to go out there and find good, solid mentors. You know, mm-hmm. and I remember one time I was I met. Um, Lou Holtz, the great football coach, and uh, asked him who was his greatest mentor, and he said Jesus Christ. I was kind of stepped back by that. I was I was so intrigued that mm-hmm. that was his perspective, and uh, it was amazing to me how he uh, got that mentorship. And I think that's uh, the 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 place to start. But there's also mentors here that can guide you, and uh, it's so important that you mentioned those. But let's go back to the rapport building. You mm-hmm. talked about um, a unique perspective on that. Let's talk about that. Well, rapport building, uh, if you've gone to any sort of sales training or you've read, you've read sales books, uh, a lot of sales trainers give lip service, and, and I, I put that in quotations, mm-hmm. lip service to, right. uh, to, to rapport building. They view it as a tactic. And see, this is, again, uh, and you said you're a movie buff. You, you must know the original Karate Kid. Yeah, Mr. Sure. Miyagi says to Danielson, no such thing, bad student, only bad teacher. Right. <laughs> um, so they read these books or they go to these courses or you know these, these people come into their companies and train them. Um, and they look at rapport building as a tactic. They look at all of this. They look at sales as, as just tactics, tactics, tactics. That puts it into the realm of manipulation. And we don't want to manipulate people because if somebody feels manipulated, mm. you never go back to that. That's so person. important, right? Right. And all these people out there today, they're like, "How do I keep getting? How do I keep my clients uh, with me, interested in me, working with me, buying more from me?" Well, number one, don't manipulate them up front, right? And you won't have to do all this sort of fixing in the back end. So when you go through rapport building, if you look at rapport building as, "Look, I'm just gonna, I don't care about the sale." That's something I teach all of my my students that I work with. Forget about the sale. Care about the person, mm, okay? Right. If you care about a human being, rapport comes very quickly. It comes very easily as opposed to sitting there and saying, okay, should I shift my body like this? Should I look him in the eye? You have to right. do you know, all, this, all this, these tactics to, you know, to create rapport. And when you do that, when you create real rapport with a human being, uh, my mentors say uh, in, in LP, they say with rapport, anything is possible. And I believe that. Mm. So when you create real rapport with, with a human being, you can help them unleash their potential, which allows you to unleash your potential. And that's why you know, rapport is not a technique. It's, it should just be a way of life. Right. It, it kind of reminds me, and I don't, I don't mean this to be the day of cliches, but it kind of reminds me of the uh, old, it's not how much you know, but it's how much you care, you know? Exactly. And uh, that is so true, building that rapport. And, you know, another step for the rapport, which a lot of people don't realize, you know, there's been extensive studies done. And, and at one time I was doing consulting for a large company out of Seattle mm-hmm. uh, and, and helped them with a network of 250 businesses, they um, affiliates they dealt with across the country. And one of the things they did deep research on was the power of maintaining customers as opposed or the cost of maintaining customers as opposed to the cost of finding a new customer. Mm -hmm. And that's where rapport, I think, is so critical, because if you have a good client and you can really drill down into the relationship Mm -hmm. and have a deep, deep relationship with that client, two things are going to happen. Number one, you're going to get all their business, not just some. Mm -hmm. You're going to get any time they think of your service, they're going to jump right on you first. Mm -hmm. And number two, you're going to get referrals uh, that are going to lead to uh, more 
and more business. So I can't emphasize that enough. So many salespeople are so superficial. They just want to close the deal. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they close that deal, they think their job's done, you know, Mm -hmm. where with me, at least in my mindset, that's where the job begins. But, but the point is that the rapport is so, so critical. We're here with Eric Lures today and uh, we're talking about sales and marketing and uh, uh, the key to your business, which uh, we believe is sales. And um, uh, we're here on the FM stations of the Bridge Network, also broadcasting on tandemradio.com. Check us out on there. And it's all about the good news on business. We'll be back after this break. And uh, we got a lot more great information for you business owners out there. My name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. When potential clients Google your business name or what you do, do you come up in the top five? If not, someone else is getting many of your sales opportunities. Search engines like Google and others are becoming more important to generating new business. With more people tuning out traditional advertising, search engines allow you to show up when customers are actually searching for what you offer. You Can Be Found has a proven record of helping businesses get found with rates that fit your budget. We offer free website analysis to help you understand your best options. For more on You Can Be Found, please click the link at tandemradio.com. You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com. Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people, and quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement, become a member, and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. Currently in the U.S., we have over 8,000 FCA huddle clubs meeting on junior high, high school, and college campuses each week to help these athletes and coaches to grow in their faith. For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com. 
Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakin, here every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time till noon. And I say Eastern Standard Time because uh, we have listeners uh, from not only uh, our region, but of course uh, across the country and uh, many times across the globe. I'm so excited to say uh, every once in a while we get emails from uh, even outside the country. And of course, uh, we get uh, many people on our Facebook page that talk about the show. And uh, we'd love to have you uh, jump on Facebook or check out our website at tandemradio.com. And find out all the business resources that are there to help you and your business. We're here today talking with Eric Lurz, and uh, Eric's an author and uh, a business consultant, and we're talking about the theme of the show being key to every business. Now, as we do at every show, we have scriptures that uh, tie into business for the day, and the two scriptures we chose for today are first up, Proverbs eleven twenty six: People curse the man who hoards grain, but blessing crowns him who is willing to sell. So there you go. Proverbs tells you that selling is where it's at, and uh, we. We've covered that uh, several times, but the uh, parable for today that we chose was Matthew 13, 3 to 8. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. He, he was As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Now, this parable covers a lot of what we're talking about today. We were just talking with Eric about rapport and how important it is to develop solid relationships with your clients and uh, how to uh, continue to nurture those relationships. I think that's the metaphor that ties into there is the the seed that fell on good soil. If you cultivate that soil, if you work on it, uh, it'll uh, blossom into something that uh, will be a long-term relationship for you and can turn into some serious sales. And uh, we talked a little bit about mentorship and the importance of that. And we're going through the uh, acronym of uh, GURU. And uh, we're up to uh, the next one, which is um, the unique buying position. So let's talk a little bit about that, Eric. Tell us about the unique buying position. Well, so many people out there, um, they, they do study upon study, and they're always trying to figure out, you know, what makes people buy stuff, you know. Again, though, that, that sort of factors back into that, how do I turn it into a tactic? How do I manipulate people? Which, mm. again, I'm very much against. But in my studies and when I was talking with people, and because I, I, I wanted to know, I, I mean, I'm the same way. I wanted to know what made people buy, but not in a way that, like, I can manipulate it, but I really just, I was interested, you know, mm. what makes us do what we do? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a what makes us tick kind of person. That's right. why I, I love to know that stuff. So uh, what I discovered was that, you know, they, they say that um, uh, people buy based on emotion and then justify later with logic. Mm. So I believe, though, rather than there being one, uh, they say, you know, everybody buys on emotion and then et cetera. So that kind of puts it as there's one way of buying. Right. What I found uh, was that there's actually three ways that people buy things. There's what's called what I call the logic-based buying system, uh, which is it's all based in your mind. <clears throat> it's all I measure this against that, and these are what create long sales cycles. Like especially if you're in corporate sales, you know what a long sales cycle is. It's you know right. I started talking to the client this month, and I'm not going to sell them anything for 18 months. Right. Uh, and it's because people need to think, and I need to think some more, and I need to think some more, and I need to, you know, logicalize everything. And then it takes forever, and then they make they make an unexcited decision, usually based on the cheapest price. You have the second type of buying decision, which is an emotion-based buying decision. Something just blew up. Oh my 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 my! I have to I have to solve the problem right now. I'll buy whoever shows up first with a fire extinguisher. I'm buying that fire right. extinguisher. That always leads to uh, they'll buy it, they'll use it, and then they'll always have buyer's remorse, even if even if it turns out to be the best choice, because they felt that they had no choice. 
they, you know, that they got pushed into it, even if they push themselves into it, they always feel buyer's remorse. The uh, third type of, of buying decision is the feeling-based buying decision. Now, feeling is when you are you have the, the thoughts in your mind, i.e. your logic, and then the emotions in your heart, and they come together, and you actually feel a certain way. You know, we all have feelings in our bodies. So when I feel good about a decision, because we've all bought stuff that we feel good about, and, you know, we look at it 20 years later, and we still feel good about it. Why? Because I felt good when I bought it. Right. Um, the feeling-based buying decision, when you, when you feel good about it and you make that buying decision based on how you feel, that's the best methodology to use for, for, for buying, and that's the, best, that's the kind of feeling you want to create in your clients. That's the unique buying position. The unique buying position is in terms of physicality, and this is some people still have a problem swallowing this, no pun intended, about, from what I'm about to say, but I believe that the unique buying position actually resides in the gut. Your thoughts reside in your mind. Your emotions reside in your heart. Your gut actually has neurotransmitters, more neurotransmitters around it. Your esophagus, your stomach, and your, and your intestines have more neurotransmitters around them than in your mind. Mm. So your gut is actually thinking more than your brain is. Right. And that actually takes the images in your mind, the thoughts in your mind, and the feelings in your heart, or the emotions in your heart, I should say, and creates them in feelings and creates in you that feeling of, I either feel good about what I'm about to do mm-hmm. or I feel bad about what I'm about to do. So when you create a good feeling, because it's all at the end of the day, it's not about how much information you can give somebody. If you can make them feel a certain way right. and feel good about dealing with you, through the systems of being genuine and, and building rapport, et cetera, um, then they're going to feel good about the buying decision that they make, and then they're going to want to buy from you and buy more from you. Mm. It, it's so important. I'm glad you're hitting on this because you know people don't. Many salespeople, unfortunately, like I, I walked into a store the other day, uh, two days ago, and um, again, mm-hmm. we'll mention the store, but it's a big chain, you know. And uh, I walked in, and the first guy I met at the door said to me, uh, is there anything I can help you with? Can I tell you where this is? Can I tell you where that is? And I said, yeah, I'm looking for batteries. I'm looking for a flashlight or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, that's aisle 15, blah, blah. I took about 20 paces and some guy came and welcomed me again to the store mm-hmm. and said, you know, welcome here, blah, 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 blah. Do you have everything? Did you find everything you need? I said, I'm still looking for it. And he goes, well, did you hear about our new specials? And then he proceeded to follow me two aisles telling me behind me about these new specials. <laughs> and, you know, I said to myself, you know, here it is. Here's a classic example of why people get upset with salespeople. Yep. You know, you come into a store trying to buy something, and this guy literally was talking about, I won't even tell because you might know the store, but, you know, he was trying to tell, sell me something I had absolutely no interest in, you know, and yet he followed me two aisles uh, telling me about this from behind me. I, I don't know what the assumption was or whatever. So I just want to caution salespeople that may be listening out there. You know, if you're new to sales, and that t- typically happens with new people, if you're new to sales, don't take the tactic of driving, driving driving. driving. Mm -hmm. There's tenacity and then there's being obnoxious, you know? So, so as a matter of fact, I have a great story about tenacity, which I might tell before the end of the show. But, but the point is that you really have to get to this point that Eric's talking about and where the feelings are right, where Mm -hmm. the logic and the, uh, and, and the emotions come together and that whole, um, uh, package, uh, works out in a positive way. I call it the win-win scenario. You know, unless mm-hmm. a sale's a win-win scenario, it's not a good sale. You right. know, and I try to tell that to my clients whenever I meet with them. Unless you're happy and I'm happy, you know, it's not about you beating me up to the point where I walk out of here bloody, yeah. and it's not about me taking advantage of you where you walk out saying, "Man, I could have got it cheaper or better somewhere else." And it's not always about price, right. um, but it's got to be a, a win-win scenario. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. Uh, let's talk about the sales ally aspect. That's the S in Guru. Mm-hmm. 
Well, uh, as you were saying, you know uh, that it's that it's not about um, with your with your friend there in the store who was following. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that. Uh, it was incredible. Uh, but um, what, what you have is that people want again. They want to feel a certain way when they buy. That creates the, the best situation. When you you don't want to go out there and you don't want to like you said. You know, so many people are trying to to just tell and create sales through, I'm just going to, if I can get all my information out, you're going to buy from me. And that's not, that's not what people want. People want to feel connected. Right. So when you create a sales ally, um, that's where you become, you and the other person become dependent upon each other. The big thing that a lot of people talk about right now is they say, you want to become a trusted advisor. This is the big buzzword mm, right. in, in sales right now. You know, if they, if they trust you, then they'll do it. And I said, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who have trusted advisors that they ignore. How many mm-hmm. friends have you had who have come to you for advice? Right. You told them exactly <laughs> what to do. That's right. And then two weeks later, you call them up and they did the exact opposite of what you did. Amen. We've all done that. Yeah. <laughs> and you and you, how could you do that? Uh, you know, we, we I spent five hours talking to you. So um, and so people can ignore their advisors. An ally, on the other hand, if you look at like World War II, the U.S. and and uh, the U.K became allies. Why? Because we needed each other. Mm. Okay. So it, it went beyond. And, it, and now it wasn't, if you look, there was a third ally for a while, Stalin in Russia, but that was, he was an opportunist. That wasn't a real ally. He was just manipulating, you know, the situation. So we can't look at him as a real ally, but the U.S. and the U.K. have been allies. I mean, think about it. We broke free of them 200 and some odd years ago, but now we, and they were like connected at the hip. Right. Whatever they do, we do. And whatever we do, they do. That's what you want. That's the kind of connections you want to have in your life. I mean, think about the people in your life that you're really close to. If something affects them, it affects you on a mm. personal level. Right. That's what you want to create with your clients. When you are per- at a personal level with your clients, when you have a true alliance with them, they their future depends on being uh, and working with you. And that's that's really what you want. Mm, excellent, excellent. Well, the Bible talks about becoming yoked and uh, becoming equally yoked. And uh, mm. uh, it's so important that we realize the importance of that. And I use the analogy of the Bible because it's like oxen, you know, if, if one's pulling in the right direction, one's pulling in the left direction, mm-hmm. they're getting nothing done. So right. uh, again, being an ally is so important there. And I appreciate that, Eric. We're here with Eric Lurz and we're learning about his guru selling system. And uh, we're going to talk uh, after the break about his new book that he has coming out, which we're excited about. And uh, you're listening to Tandem Radio Live. This is Glenn DeLakin, your host here every week, talking about the good news on business and pointing you where God wants you to go back to his scripture for wisdom and for guidance. Uh, The Lord has so much in store for us, wants to help you in every aspect of your life, not just on Sundays, but seven days a week. And we hope that you'll take advantage of that. Check out TandemRadio.com, the website that's there 24-7, available for you, full of information. You also have contact info for Eric there and much, much more in resources. There are times in life when everyone needs a caring attorney they can trust. As your lawyer, I will always treat you with the utmost respect, honesty, and care when representing your legal needs. The Law Office of Judith Amorsky handles criminal, municipal, civil, and family matters, business needs, real estate, and estate planning. I also handle debt reduction and bankruptcies. To make an appointment or to speak with me directly, call Judy Amorsky at 732-683-1227 or follow the link to my website at tandemradio.com. Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? 
TurnUSAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people, and quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement. Become a member and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others. Never walk away from your home and don't let the bank take your house. Hi, I'm Deborah Weiss, your certified short sale specialist with Keller Williams Realty. If you owe more on your home than current market value and need to sell for any reason, a short sale might be the answer. Once again, I'm Deborah Weiss with Keller Williams Jersey Shore, serving Monmouth and Ocean Counties. For more information, my number is 908-670-9896 or online at shortsalespecialistnj.com. That's shortsalespecialistnj.com. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. In 1956, 256 high school students went to the very first FCA camp in Estes Park, Colorado. Last summer, we had over 48,000 athletes and coaches attend FCA camps all over the country. For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn Delakian, along with Eric Lurz of uh, the Guru Selling System. And Eric uh, not only is a business owner and a consultant and uh, a sales guru, but uh, also has uh, become an author. He's written a book, and uh, it's coming out soon. So, Eric, let's talk about that for a minute. You went from corporate America, mm-hmm. and then you moved into um, your own business and the mm-hmm. selling aspect, and now you've jumped into becoming an author. What, what motivated you to decide to go out and write a book? Well, uh, obviously, working with people on the system, uh, people got benefit from it. They really liked it. And I think ultimately, I, I realized, you know, I wanted to help as many people as possible. Um, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people have, like you said before, there's the engineers out there. Lots of people have great technologies that could help so many people, mm. but they limit themselves again out of out of fear. You know, should I should I be boastful or should I should I go out there and and, and you know put myself and say you right. know I'm I'm an expert or something like that? And the fact of the matter is that if you have some sort of of technology that can help people, even if it helps five people more than it would have by you going out and you know, uh, advertising it or, or publicizing it through, like, say, a book, you should do it. That's basically what, what made me decide to, to write the book was I, I know that, you know, what I've studied, I mean, I, I don't believe that I was meant to study all the stuff that I've studied, learn all that I've meant to, to learn just to help, you know, a couple dozen people every year, my clients by phone, you know what right. I'm saying? Uh, so the book is out there to help people. 
in all aspects uh, of their of their sales processes uh, to increase their sales and, and to you know hopefully garner some of the wisdom that I uh, I got from working with my mentors. Mm, that's great. And I know you, you when you mentioned mentors, you you had studied some of the people of old. Uh, you mentioned your bio, Jesus Christ. You mentioned Martin Luther. You mentioned uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson. So you've dug down. You've you've dug deep. Uh, obviously, you've done some research not only for your business but for this book. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk specifically about the book. Um, Be do sale. Mm-hmm. Interesting title. How'd you yeah. come up with that? Well, uh, if you're not familiar, there's a, 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 t- a term that goes, be, do, have. <clears throat> okay. Now, in the world, a lot of people look at what they have already, and they say, you know, let's say I have $1,000 in the bank. I have $1,000 in the bank. That means I be a $1,000 having person, and I can do $1,000 having things. These are the same people who then dream about, I want to, be, you know, I want to be a millionaire. But they keep looking at their at their bank account. Right. They say, "Well, my bank account isn't create isn't the reality that I want, so I'm, I I have to live with what I have." And they keep def- they keep defaulting back to that. So, to in order to change the circumstances of your life, you have to decide to be something new, as opposed to looking at what you have and then deciding who you're going to be based on that. You have mm. to be somebody different than you are or who you were yesterday. That changing that being then allows you to do different things and to have eventually the outcomes you want. It's the same thing in sales. So many people look at it and they say, well, last month I only made three sales. So they, they start they set themselves up and they say, so I'm probably only going to have three sales this month. That's how you create that, right. whole, that whole idea of sales forecasting. It's mm. like we were really lousy last month, so we'll probably be lousy next month. You know? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're setting ourselves up for, for, uh, for status quo. If you want to change, if you really want to increase your sales massively, you have to be the whoever you would you know if you want to if you're doing a hundred thousand dollars in sales right now and you want to do a million who would you be if you were doing a million dollars in sales be that person now do those actions and you'll 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 then do those actions and you will then create you'll manifest that million dollars or that million dollars in sales you know it, it's funny because that reminds me of the scripture that was from last week's show Romans twelve two do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're mm-hmm. literally renewing the way you think. I like that, Eric, that uh, be, do, sale is renewing the way you think. And, and I agree with you. You know, so many times uh, I see salespeople who talk about last month's quota, you know, and they really don't think outside that box, you know. They say, hey, I did X amount last month. I'm going to do X amount this month. Or they even set that as their goal. If I could just get past X, you know, mm-hmm. well, what about Y and Z, you know, or, or going way beyond that. So that's great. That's great. So, so you're writing this book. It's coming out soon. Tell us about the book itself, Do Be, Do, Sale. Mm-hmm. Give us a little more depth on the book. Well, the Be, Do, Sale is I, I break down the guru selling system in, into as much minutia as possible uh, through through the course of the book so that you can apply it. Now, what I'll say is the guru selling system is my system, you know, and it's how I do things. There's a lot of bits and pieces in it, though, that you can apply. It doesn't mean you have to use all of it. You know, I'll be the first person to say, look, I don't think there's any perfect system out there. Right. I think you you should learn from as many people as possible, and that's what I've done, and I've put it down on paper. Uh, my model for, actually, for my system was Bruce Lee. Mm. Uh, Bruce Lee was uh, an avid martial artist. He studied many, many disciplines, but what he ultimately said was he, he created his own martial arts system called Jeet Kune Do, and what he said was, though, Jeet Kune Do is mine. I'll teach other people martial arts. I'll even teach them what I know, what I call Jeet Kune Do. But ultimately, you have to use what is useful and discard what is useless. 
Um, so I present in the Guru Selling System, I present how I do, what I do and how I do it, what I've learned from all of my mentors and use it as you can. And, uh, you know, and I think there's a lot of great tips because obviously a lot of the stuff has been working for people. But through the book, you're able to examine the various uh, st- strategies that I present. Uh, even, I even break them down into how to apply them and then, you know, use what's useful and, and uh, hopefully increase your sales. That's what I want people to do with the book. Well, Eric, uh, thank you so much for being on today. Our goal each week is to leave uh, our audience with something to chew on and work mm-hmm. with that they can take the work on Monday morning and apply. Real quick, what are the three tips from the Guru Selling System that our listeners would really be able to take home with them today? Well, the first one I, I would suggest is be genuine because if, if, uh, if you're not going to enjoy what you're doing, there's no point in doing it. I would rather be poor and happy than wealthy and, and you know, popping pills, mm-hmm. you know, to keep myself awake. Right. So first do and be genuine. The second thing is that if you're out there and you're trying to sell whatever you're trying to sell uh, and you really love it, uh, don't worry. Uh, don't worry about conforming to what everybody else thinks you should. Don't you don't have to dress how everybody tells you and all that other kind of stuff. Be yourself uh, and create your own unique sales persona. You know, stand out from the crowd because you believe in what you're doing. So go out there and, and, and be different, even if, you know, even if it requires you know, taking a couple on the chin. The third thing I'd actually say, I was thinking about something else, but I'll, you know what it truly is, I think the third thing is faith. Mm. Um, I don't believe that, there was, that there's any being on this earth who was put here to be small, to be, uh, you know, to be put asunder. I believe that everybody in this earth was put here with a gift that they were meant to share with as many people as possible to help as many people as possible because else, why would you be here? Amen to that. Well, thank you so much, Eric. I really appreciate that and appreciate you coming down today. I know the weather was a little tricky up by where you were, but Mm -hmm. I appreciate you getting in here. And, uh, you know, that reminds me of a a tenacity story because the other thing is uh, relative to sales, um, you know, stick-to-itiveness is so important to sales. And again, like I said before, you can't be obnoxious. you got to be tenacious. But I kind of thought of a funny story that happened to me. Uh, I've done a lot of sales training in my life, and one of my companies I had, I was training a brand-new guy right out of college. I'll never forget. And we went to a sales call in New York City. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go into the front door of this building, and it wasn't a huge high-rise, maybe 10-story or whatever. But we go into the front door of this building, and as we're walking to the elevator, I, I said to him, do you smell something burning? And he goes, yeah, it smells a little smoky in here. It's kind of weird. So we get in the elevator, and we're talking about it and the woman in the elevator says ah don't worry about that. that's exterminator he comes in every month and he just the place smells weird I said, all right so we go up to the third floor i'll never forget we get out of the elevator and it looks a little smoky like mm-hmm. in the and so i walk up to the reception i said hi i'm here for my appointment blah blah, blah. and she goes okay you could sit down and wait and, and i said let me ask you a question i said is this building, like, is there a fire or something? I smell something like burn. He goes, no, it's the exterminator. He comes in every month, and it's always a, a big hassle here. So we sit and we wait, and we finally get our call in to go in to see the guy. And I'll never forget, he had a big picture window behind his desk, a big office, big desk. He was on the third floor. We walk in, we sit down, we do our platitudes, and I'm with this new sales guy who I told him, just listen, you're going to learn from me today. You know, we sit down, and uh, we're talking to the guy, and I said to him, let me ask you a question. I says, it's funny, but walking in here, I could have sworn your building's burning down. You know, it smells like smoke. And he goes, no, nah, that's the exterminator. He's here every month. We get the same complaint every month. Blah, blah, blah. So we're going on with our conversation. And as we're talking, all of a sudden, I see a fireman come up on one of those ladder mm-hmm. trucks, come up behind him on his window and starts banging on the window going, what are you people doing in there? The building's burning yeah. down. I'll never forget. We ran out of that building. There was a fire in the building actually next door and it was coming through the basement. So we were in not life-threatening situation. Mm-hmm. But uh, we got outside and I'll never forget this sales guy. His face was white. He's huffing 
huffing and puffing because we ran out of the building. He goes, man, you'll do anything for a sale, won't you? You know, so sometimes tenacity is so important. Again, I want to thank you for coming in. You've been listening to the good news on business, and I pray that you will uh, derive much from this and be able to apply it to your business every day, and most importantly, that you'll apply the wisdom of Jesus Christ in our Bible to your uh, to your business applications every day. Again, to so, the um, scriptures say, we're Proverbs eleven twenty six. People curse the man who hoards grain, but blessing crowns him who is willing to sell. And of course, our parable in Matthew thirteen three eight was all about spreading the seed. And you need to get out there. You need to spread the seed. You need to sell, market, get the word out there. Some of it's going to go awry and not yield anything. Some of it's going to land on good ground and, and end up in long term relationships. Some of it may end up in short term relationships, but the bottom line is, if you're not out there spreading the seed, if you're not out there doing the marketing, if you're not out there bettering yourself every day, um, you're not going to get the business you need to do. So welcome again. We love having you. Check us out on TandemRadio.com, the good news on business, and we look forward to seeing you every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Bridge FM Network or, again, broadcasting live on TandemRadio.com. This has been your host, Glenn DeLake, and I want to thank our crew today. They did a tremendous job, and I want to say a special happy birthday to the love of my life, Cindy, my wife. Happy birthday, honey, and many, 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 many more. listening to the good news on business, a Tandem Radio live broadcast heard here on the Bridge FM Radio Network and streaming at tandemradio.com. Don't forget to join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and call us and email us with your questions because we'd love to hear from you. You can also visit our website for the latest blogs from Peter and Glenn along with other information about upcoming guests, events, and business opportunities. I'm Kevin Reeves, and from everyone at Tandem Radio, we hope that you have a blessed week, and remember, walk with the Lord every day, in every way.